Welcome to your weekly astrological weather. This is your place to get practical guidance for not only surviving, but thriving with the cosmic tides. This podcast episode is brought to you by Astrologer Connect, your premier source for quality astrology readings. Hi there. Welcome to your weekly astrological weather. I am so happy that you have joined us today for this weekly worldwide astrological conversation. Now, if you're new to the channel, definitely a warm, warm welcome to you. We're so happy that you have found us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button underneath this or that notification bell so you can stay really in tune and updated. We are always releasing new content and you want to make sure you're in the know for that. Now, for those of you who do not know me, my name is Jamie McGee. I'm an astrologer and an author and one of the hosts here on the Astrology Hub platform. Today, we'll be exploring the astrological influences for the week of July 31st through August 6th with Astrologer Connect, Astrologer Elodie saint Ongeru. She is absolutely brilliant. She's a French-Canadian astrologer. She's been on the weekly weather a lot recently. Brilliant insights that I just can't, like, I soak in and reflect on each and every week. Her practices, if you want to connect with her, is really focused on research, divination, teaching, astro-astronomy, and healing with the modalities. Welcome back, Elodie. So great to have you here. So happy to be back. Hi, Jamie. So this is an interesting week. I feel like we are like full moon best friends. Like we just definitely. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We meet on the full moon. I love that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a big week with the with the full. I think the week starting starts with the full moon and it really colors the rest of the week. So definitely. So if you had an overarching theme for this week, what would it be? I would call it work and play. Work and play. All right. So what what kind of feeds into that theme that you have? We have we have Venus uh, in Leo. We have the Sun in Leo, which you know often is related to child's play and to following your heart and to be meeting life and the obstacle with joy. We have a full moon in the opposite sign of Aquarius, which traditionally is ruled by Saturn, and we have a lot of Saturn this week. So that's the work part. So. I think a balancing of the work and play, a nice little dance between pleasure and labor, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Now, how are there, I know the full moon is probably going to highlight the most of the week, but are there any other high level transits that you're looking at as that would play into this too? Yeah, I'm looking at Mercury and Virgo because as an astrologer, I love Mercury and Virgo. Mercury related to writing and communication and the intellect. And it does really, really well in Virgo, but it meets uh, in a position with Saturn this week. So really want to get into that because I think that's going to be a big aspect this week. And then Mars, action planet Mars, uh, forming a trine with Jupiter. So that's also big energy. I think it's going to be really productive. Yeah, productive, fun energy. All right, so let's start with today, Monday. What what are we looking at on Monday? So the moon's in Capricorn and it's heading to be full. So I think we're already getting that full moon energy coming in. You know, it, the, the light the light at night is is bright already, very bright. So today the moon meets Pluto and Pluto is squaring the nodes at this time. So there's There's big Pluto energy coming through, although the square to the nodes happen on the 28th. I think that's going to continue to reverberate all through the week. And we're, we're 
Pluto squaring the nodes, I think, is a crossroad moment. The nodes have just changed sign. Um, so we have the north node in Aries and the south node in Libra. I'm going to get into that a little bit more, but I do think Monday begins with the moon highlighting that a little bit. So we're, we're in the big energy, big shift energy at the beginning of the week, Monday. It's still productive, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's too. And I love how you were able to foreshadow like, okay, when they actually square, because it's one of those energies that definitely build. And if if you listen to the, like the hints or the whisperings of the universe, as they start to come in, you're more prepared. You can positively engage with the change, no matter how much you like it or not. So it is a little bit of a dance between what was and what will be. And and, you know, like just being in check with your pride and your ego. Like if you're asked to let go of something and sometimes we hold on to it because it's ego driven or pride driven or but or maybe it's neither one, but it's part of a story that you were that that you've outgrown, that you're ready to go. Sometimes you're supposed to grow. Sometimes you're supposed to go because you've grown. And you know. yeah, that's Pluto. Pluto is big energy. And it's it's interesting that astronomically, you know, it's been demoted. But in astrology, we we know Pluto is is big energy, and I think you use the perfect keyword: some some letting go here, and mm-hmm. some some transition moment, some transitional moment. But because Pluto moves so slowly in these aspects, are gradual over time. It's like we're getting a hint, and the hint gets bigger, and and we're moving with that also with our knowledge of astrology. So, yeah, and and I think the full moon will probably amplify it, or if it's do you think because of, with a full moon in Aquarius, which has that community or that bigger vision, it'll be, I don't want to say detached because I hate assigning detached to Aquarius every time, but being able to kind of see the larger vision, like kind of take in the the big view instead of definitely. The- yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think so. And I, because Jupiter is so highlighted this week too, there is this sort of taking a step back, assessing the territory shifting perspective a little bit because of that nodal switch that we just had the north node in aries now is really it's it's bringing a different energy because mars ruled the south node for so long and now it's ruling the north node so there's really a switch of gear so i think it's all part of that this week okay so let's look at tuesday like that's the big day of the week yeah there's so much energy yeah it's a big day tuesday i think most of the action this week happens on Tuesday. We have Mercury in Virgo opposing Saturn, uh, Mars in Virgo trining Jupiter and Taurus. So those are two aspects separate from the full moon. Then we have a full moon in Aquarius. Um, so that's, that's a lot of what's happening throughout the week. And I think it's going to color most of the week also. Okay. I like that. So. The full moon always brings up a lot of big energies. What would be one of the best ways to work with a full moon in Aquarius or this particular moon? Like what advice would you have to contend with it? I think it might bring up a little bit of feeling like uh, an outsider because it's the sign of Aquarius. I don't necessarily think Aquarius is only the the sign of the outsider, but because we have a lot of action in Leo right now, the sun is in Leo, Venus is in Leo. Might be a moment where we're like, really into our passion, into what we want to do. Uh, the sign of Leo is really, you know, Venus and Leo right now is really like, what is it that I want? And there's a return to our personal desire, but oops, there's a sort of moment of calibrating 
okay, do I fit in? Is my idea, my project, my passion fit it, fit in the bigger picture? Can I get validation? Um, I think there's these kind of questions that come with this, this full moon at this time. It's, it reminds me of the song from Radiohead, um, Creep. And it's, you know, it's, it's that every time I, I think about a full moon in, in Aquarius, it's like, what am I doing here? Do I belong here? So I, I think there might be a little bit of these questions this, these, this week. Mercury in, in, in Virgo is bringing a extra critical quality to the weeks. So there might be a tendency to maybe suddenly take a step back. You know, when we say dance like no one is watching, that's really what Leo wants to do. Dance like no one is watching. But oh, there's a moment when we might become hyper. Uh, focus on what we're actually doing and maybe a little bit too critical. That's my take on, on the full moon. I, I love that. That's a great insight about how to kind of work with it. And, you know, if you are feeling detached or like an outsider, um, you know, just exploring that a little bit, you know, I think all the Aquarius, if, if you have an Aquarius placement, this is a good place to celebrate in your chart too. There's something that's kind of, you know, coming out, expressing it, but I love that song. So we have a great song to dance to on that day. How would you suggest working with Mars trying Jupiter? I think the Mars trying Jupiter is going to really, it's, it's exact on the, the full moon, but I do think it will color the whole week, especially that on the weekend, we're going to have the moon in Aries. So that's really going to bring out what Mars is doing right now. Mars agenda and Mars in Virgo. It's an earth sign. So again, it's looking to do concrete things it's like what are you doing you know what are you doing to actualize uh your plans right now what what steps are you doing to actualize your plans so although it's happening on the day of the full moon i feel like it's really going to kick in this weekend there's going to be maybe some realization on on the day of the full moon on on tuesday with the full moon aquarius that really get integrated by the weekend so I love this. So again, we're getting like a preview of something that's going to come up. So it's really about like listening to that instinct and noticing when something comes up, how it kind of stirs you, because that's another thing. We had something today on Monday and then going into Tuesday. So to add to that, because we're kind of layering the day, then we have Mercury opposed Saturn. So how do you, what's a good tip to work with that? Like a good one-liner action step for that one. So Mercury is precision and I think it can be a hypercritical moment, but we have to make the, the criticism con constructive, productive. You know, there's something, like I say always with Virgo planets, watch your inner monologue. Are you being hypercritical to the point that you're not doing anything? Or are you being just enough critical that you're realistic? about what needs to be done the line is fine with the virgo uh, always the virgo it's you know I, I think the virgo planets right now mars and mercury and virgo they're really testing the validity of what we're trying to do or wanting to be and because there's this big bold energy in leo happening right now virgo is like yes but is that realistic? There, there might be some little tweaks that need to actually be done for it to really track in the world. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's a little bit of a precursor too. It's going to take Venus a little bit of time. It'll be in the fall, but eventually she'll be in that Virgo 
area too. So that Mars is kind of starting to set up the stage for what is to come in. And so, yeah, and, and I love how your that inner monologue is. It's a, it's a, it's, it's one of those really challenging things. Like I have a lot of Virgo planets, so I can definitely testify to that. And, but with the sky being this karmic and this magnetic, it is like, okay, I love what you said. Is it constructive? Is a feedback I'm giving myself constructive because whatever you're bringing in is going to be a magnet for something else. So yeah, good mindset. And whatever you can do, you go listen to the Radiohead song or something else, <laughs> listen to music or like lean into a different, you know, side of Saturn to maybe help with that attraction. But yeah, so that's, that's a big day. Tuesday's packed for sure. Yeah. And I think that's going to continue throughout the week. So we'll be bringing these aspects back up through the week because they're, they're still going to be present, I think. Oh, oh, I love it. Well, I think that's interesting for sure. So what about Wednesday? So that's like the day after all of this, what would be our big focus for that day? So on Wednesday, the moon is still in Aquarius. We just had this full moon. Um, it will oppose Venus in Leo. We talk about Venus in Leo because that's the aspect of the summer. You know, so the moon opposes Venus on Wednesday. I think we're meeting a little bit of resistance still. Um, resistance to, you know, again, the right measure of pleasure versus labor like are you indulging too much in your sort of in your desires are you working to actualize your desires so i think on wednesday that's that's really what i see happening the moon opposing venus so really testing whatever venus is trying to get done so the moon enters pisces by thursday and so it will start opposing the planets that are in virgo mercury and mars so again we see uh whatever's happening in virgo really highlighted with the moon and pisces opposing it so we're talking about the imagination versus the rational and really again this little dance between what your intuition is telling you versus what your rational mind is telling you and not necessarily going on a overly uh, rational tangent or an overly irrational tangent, but really the balance of the two. So the moon in Pisces is always good for, you know, work of imagination, poetry. It's very romantic moment and things like that. But there might be a tendency to seek perfection, seek something, uh, that is not really realistic. So calibrating the, re the realistic pragmatic with the vision. Oh, I love that. And this is like Saturn's moving backwards. So in, in some regard, that mood is going to kind of highlight, you know, we did a lot of things really fast in March and um, April. And like, just and I think Virgo, you can, we can always be hard on ourselves wherever Virgo is in your chart. So I love how you had that whole like Virgo tested, which kind of like gets us all like a little bit tense. Like, what do you mean? I studied for everything. And yeah, is it an imagined problem or is it a reality? Like, what do you have the power to do with this situation? That's brilliant, brilliant. All right, so as we step into the weekend, we have Friday, the last um, the last day before we get to the weekend. Is there any focus that we have on that day that you want to talk Friday, about? Friday is rel relatively quiet. The moon is still in Pisces before it enters Aries, very late on Pacific coast, I think. So Again, we're still in that Piscean energy moon meets Neptune. So I, I do think, it, you know, there's an, there's an ebb and flow to the day. It's not so tense. Um, especially the, the criticism that comes with the Saturn Mercury opposition at the beginning of the week subside. And as the moon enters Aries, it also means that it, it is ruled by Mars and Mars is trining Jupiter right now. So it really it gives 
a, a different energy for the weekend, a sort of regain of confidence in yourself and your vision and what we want. So although there's a bit of doubt midweek, I think like by the time the moon enters Aries Friday night, we're really moving into this. Okay, I got this, you know. Saturday, the sun is in Leo and the moon in Aries trines the sun. So again, we see a harmonious aspect between the moon and the sun. This is, those are fire signs. I think even though Mars trine Jupiter on Tuesday, um, we're still really feeling that Mars trine Jupiter too. So I think there's big energy on the weekend. Um, you know, it's, it's really productive, proactive. And the realization that came at the full moon can really start to be there. It's there's things that are going to be actionable. We're talking about Mars in Virgo and Jupiter in Taurus. It's giving a lot of support for concrete, concrete actions. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love how it's like this um, step towards progress or like a realization because then because the quarter minute won't will be that far away. It's like, okay, now that we know this, this is this is that part where you start to sort through the harvest in a way. Like this is yeah, good, good stuff going into the weekend. Yeah. So the sun square Jupiter on Sunday. So again, we have big energy because the sun and Jupiter are two big planets though in astrology, especially for confidence, self-confidence and things like that. So Again, I'm going back to the beginning of the week when we had doubts, maybe in our plans, in ourselves, where do I fit in? Just hold on because by the time the weekend arrives, I think there's a lot of confidence, uh, return of confidence. Sun square Jupiter, it's a square, but personally, I, I don't think it's a negative or tense or stressful aspect. I think it's, it's really big energy. It's big ego. It's big plan. It's a big vision. I like that. Yeah. I think it, it yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't really see it as a negative. I think it is an action base, an action towards an opportunity, action towards a vision. But that same measure, like, you know, Jupiter doesn't know what's positive or negative. So if you, I love how you've kind of like walked us through this week and helped this, like, okay, well, you're going to be critical, but kind of come out of it as you go into the weekend. And I would think if you got to Friday and Saturday of this week and you're still feeling like you're in that, that heaviness or that critical period, do whatever you can to distract yourself. So that when you get to this energy, you're able to attract or use that magnet for something that's more abundant. That's going to bring more of something, the new, like that new horizon than the old. So that's a good way to end the week for sure. Oh, yeah. It's very, very fiery. And fire in astrology is, you know, vibrant. It's magnetic. It's so we have a, a little bit of a heavy full moon in a sense that it's sort of like, oh, am I doing things right? There's, there's self-doubt, but it's. Again, it's, it's only a moment in time. And I think it's the realization will only serve to move our, our self further again. Is there any priceless, beautiful insight that you'd like to add to this week? Any pieces of advice that I could do before I summarize everything that we've walked through? Well, I'm concerned a little bit with the Virgo planets, the opposition with Saturn. And I think, you know, there's the, the, again, watching, watch your internal dialogue because perfection doesn't exist. And I think with Virgo planets, sometimes there's this sense that, oh, I, I'm not ready because I'm not perfect yet. But again, we're on earth. There's no such thing as perfection. Use your mistake. Your, use these realizations to propel yourself forward and not just stay frozen in time. I like that a lot. Um, 
I'd love to know, like in the comments too, where you're, if you know where Virgo is in your chart, like how you've been working with that, or if you're feeling that energy, or even if there's Virgos out there, any insights that you can give the rest of us as we work with this activation of Virgo? Because it definitely is, you know, it's difficult when that, you know, with that archetype can see heaven, but they're in this reality. So trying to like, and it's always just the tiniest change that you need to make to, to feel more aligned. So, uh, which is kind of, challenging when you have Jupiter going big and Virgo saying, no, it's a little detailed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, I think it's all very, it's all very earth based. We're talking about earth signs. So they're, they're all adjustments that are doable. I don't think we're caught in fantasy. I think there's a lot of rational and real assessment of the situation. I think we have the ability right now to really know what's doable. So we can tap into that because of this earth element. Perfect. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Okay. So our overall theme this week is work and play because we've got a little bit of Venus energy. We've got a little bit of Saturn energy all kind of coming in together. Now, Monday, we are going to kick off with Pluto and the Pluto with the square of the nose. This is kind of a hint of what is to come like as we move throughout this month. So really kind of pay attention to that tug of war between the past and the future. If something is asking to leave, holding on to it, or like if you do feel like you need to hold on to it, ask yourself if it's ego or pride that's wanting to hold on to it. What are you ready to grow through? Like what what is the next step that you need to go toward? Good juicy energy to kind of lead into Tuesday, which is the day of the week. It seems like it is a supercharged day. We have the full moon. I love that you gave us the advice to listen to the song Creep by Radiohead. I can't wait to play that as soon as we're offline today. And we have a lot of Mars energy on this Tuesday. So it's action, an action-oriented agenda that we're going to have. But we also need to be very mindful of our inner monologue and try not to be too critical of ourselves or even of other people. Kind of work towards like little changes lead a little bit leads to much um, optimism there. And midweek, uh, I like how you said this. Uh, we're going to work to actualize your dreams. So balancing indulgence. Beautifully said. It's almost like a Virgo statement. Now, on Thursday, we do have some Virgo energy coming in. It is a lot about um, like being tested. I think it's the Pisces moon is what you mentioned on this day that we would be working with, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The, the moon in Pisces opposed Mercury. So we have sort of like the, the rational and the, and the irrational sides fighting for, yeah, for space. So I love it. So that's why I said tested imagination. You have some great words today. Mercury is in your favor, Elodie. That's what I wrote down. I love it. And then Friday, we're going to start to be kind of feel better about everything that we've gone through so far. We're going to be able to process it. It's kind of like the emotions have settled down. What's left has left. What's been revealed has been revealed. We've had a chance to kind of soak that in and we're, we're ready to process and move in, which is good to go into the weekend a little bit lighter. And, you know, throughout the weekend, we'll end up with um, a Jupiter and the sun having a conversation. So this is going to be big energy. So if you, it's really in your favor to release anything as you go into the weekend so you can have that optimism or that forward thinking expansion focused on the future that you're going into and not the past or anything that just revealed. You're ready to know, I need to let go of this and like Elodie, you mentioned so many times, just like it is about the details, but you don't have to be critical or hard on yourself or others or say, you know, if I had only done it that way, it would have lasted because the universe always course corrects. There's nothing that you have done wrong or right. It's just the lesson that you take into the next 
um, chapter, right? Is there, is there well anything? Said. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to work personally with Elodie, which I promise you, you will not forget. I have had a reading with Elodie. She is absolutely amazing. You can find her on Astrologer Connects. You can go to astrologyhub.com forward slash Elodie Connects. So that's E-L-O-D-I-E Connect. And you'll be able to either, if she's online, you can just call her up and talk to her instantly, or you can book a reading with her. Either way, I promise the insights that you walk away with will just completely blow your mind. She's absolutely brilliant. Thanks so much. <laughs> I loved it. I still go back to some of the notes that we talked about. And I think that was like six, seven months ago when we connected. So it's a very powerful outlook that she can give you on your outline of uh, where you are with your natal promise and time and action, all that fun stuff. But again, it's been a pleasure. Um, I want to thank every one of you, you know, for tuning into this episode, for being a part of our community. And as always, for making astrology a part of your life. We'll definitely catch you on the next episode. Bye. This podcast is presented by Astrology Hub. You can learn more and find all of our shows at astrologyhub.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes and help more people find the wisdom of astrology. Thank you for taking the time to do this now. Thank you for being a part of our community and for making astrology a part of your life.